Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Oregon, my guest is a singer-songwriter who has released eight albums, the last of which was featured on the Grammy ballot. Her music has even found success internationally, with her first jazz CD being in the top five on Amazon Japan's jazz chart, along with the likes of releases by Nora Jones and Diana Krall. Also outside the U.S., my guest is scheduled to perform in March in Haiti. She is also the host of a new TV music series called Plugged In and Turned On in Paradise. You've been hearing a song of hers entitled A Woman's Way. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Haley Loren. Hi. Hi, Haley. I'm thrilled. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, finally get the chance to talk with you today. Thank you for doing this. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad we could I'm glad we could figure it out. No doubt, no doubt. That that intro could have actually been even longer with with all that you have going on. <laughs> let's uh let's start first though by having you talk about the song that was playing while I was doing that intro. What what a shame too because I really like that song. And I should mention that the video for this tune has almost a quarter of a million views on YouTube. Anyhow, Haley, tell the listeners all about A Woman's Way. A Woman's Way is a song that I wrote some years ago um, that's featured on a CD I released back in 2012 called Heart First. And it's a song about a, a, a person, much like myself, go figure, um, <laughs> living a, a, a life of, of somebody in pursuit of their, their, their dreams um, in sort of an uncompromising way. Um, essentially the life of a woman who's who's wanting to make her mark, um, doing what it is that she feels called to do. And for me, of course, that message was really a very heartfelt one in many ways. Um, and yes, as you mentioned, the vid, there's a, it's, it's the, I think it's the only song thus far that I have an official video for that isn't a live video. Um, and that's, available to watch on YouTube and it features me <laughs> and a few other wonderful actors and the musicians who played on the song as well. And um, one of my favorite parts about the production of that song and the way that it turned out is the interaction between the guitar and the piano and the accordion. It's, I don't hear that many accordions in jazz these days. Indeed, and and uh, as someone that I and, and this might be the first time in 155 episodes of this show, this might be the first time that I admit this publicly. But with a big long last name like Warzniak, obviously I'm half Polish, and so when I was young, we did listen to polka music around the house, and so the accordion was very familiar to me, and my dad played it. But you're right to see it in jazz music. 
that's uh, that's that's not real common. And, and of course, I did watch the video for it. I liked the song when you sent it to me, and I watched the video, and I went, "Hey, look at that! An accordion. You don't see that every day in <laughs> jazz music." That's that's so true. That's so true. And he's an exceptional accordion player too, Sergei Teleshev. He's world class. He literally has won you know international competitions um, for the button accordion. It is a tough instrument, and uh, nothing to. Nothing to shrug off for sure. <laughs> and it, coincidentally, I know that um, listeners, if you didn't hear it back on episode 90 of this show, my guest was Elise Black, a singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas. And she herself has said that she's trying to get uh, the accordion to be an instrument that's played more in some of her some of her bigger arrangements, I guess you'll say, in terms of when it's uh, a booking for a band that calls for, you know, a six, seven, eight, nine piece band. Uh-huh. And, uh, and lo and behold, here we are talking about it on episode 155. Uh, Haley, <laughs> I, I, I like the, the interesting piece of trivia that you put out there, that it's the one video probably that's, at, that, that's out there that's not uh, a live video. Is there a reason for that? Did it just work out that way? Are there any plans to do another video like that in the future where it's, I'll say, scripted and, and not a live performance? Sure. Well, um, you know, the the case is that I, I tour a lot more than I have time to make music videos. <laughs> so that's, that's probably why there's such an, an inequity. <laughs> um, but I would love to. I mean, I really Really enjoy doing music video work, and I've done a, a few different projects. Um, as you mentioned in the intro, I'm also working now on a show that is being produced for television. So I really enjoy doing things like that. Um, it's just a matter of, of time, and <laughs> I just I'm always working on projects and and or touring. And so it's just a, a challenge to, to be able to carve out a few days <clears throat> to be able to dedicate to that. But it is really a goal of mine. I really hope that 2017 is my year to realize a little bit more of that kind of creative work. Well, but I like at the same time that for the listeners who are listening to my show every week because you're trying to pick up guests or excuse me, you're trying to pick up tips from my guests. You are, you are up and coming singers, songwriters, entertainers, etc. There's, there's a great strategy right there that Haley is employing, which is, look, I don't have the time to make a scripted video. However, since I am doing so many live shows, if I can get a great professional recording of a live show video wise, then I'm able to at least still add content to my YouTube channel and not have to let it sit there for months and months and months while people wait just because they only expect me to do something that's scripted and staged with the storyboard, et cetera. So uh, somewhere in there, Haley, I'm taking my hat off to you for, <laughs> well, for, for you, you doing that. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and since you did just mention it, let's let's get the awkwardness out of the way first, I guess. A show host interviewing a show host. <laughs> uh, what what oh, is man. what is plugged what in the- and turned on and paradise and how and where can people watch you hosting that show well plugged in and turned on in paradise is um it's it's currently in development so it is not available for people to actually view the show episodes yet uh as they are not yet launched out there um there are however a couple a few different promotional um kind of preview videos on YouTube that if you just type in, plugged in and turned on in paradise, you should be able to find them um, and learn a little bit more about it and, and see some of the visuals. But um, in a nutshell, what it is, is 
a feature, each episode is a feature on a different musician or group of musicians um, who have received a lot of critical acclaim within the music industry, so are well-known oftentimes within music circles and have even been part of really famous bands like Wings, um, but who haven't become household names of any sort. And so it's turning a spotlight on the musicianship of these you know, beloved musicians in, within the industry that the public may re- be very interested to also know about their music and their stories. And um, it's a really exciting thing for me because, I mean, I'm a musician first and foremost, so um, to see credit being given to people who make this in- the industry that I work in a richer and more creative place is an honor. Well, I like that uh, that you kind of gave some hints as to the types of guests that people can expect to see in there. When you mentioned Wings, I always laugh because it makes me think of a, a Billy Crystal bit that he did years ago where he was, I believe it was supposed to be one of his children that he was imitating, and he said, you mean Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, here you are popping up with uh, with someone but- from Wings that, that will be on Plugged In and Turned On in Paradise. And and listeners, do go and look for the, the, the trailers, I'll call them, that, that Haley's referring to. I was watching one of them myself on YouTube. So there is some, and it's and it's great looking footage, by the way, Haley. It's, it's a very, very well done if you know if the show itself comes out looking anything like what I saw, it's it's going to be top shelf for sure. They're an incredible team of professionals. Yeah, you and I are about to swap coasts. I'm heading out west to do live interviews for now. Here, this entertainment at the Tascam booth at the NAM show in Anaheim, California, and you're coming here to Florida at that same time to be at the NATPE conference. What will you be doing at that event? <sighs> It's going to be my first time attending that event, um, and I am actually traveling there as a part of the show that we just talked about. And um, since I am the host of the show, uh, I and a team of people who are working on the production side of the show are there to represent what we're doing and hopefully meet some people who, you know, are are going to be great contacts to sort of launch this show out there. But I also am just fascinated by what happens on that side of the inter- entertainment industry because it's it's mostly, most of the people who attend have something to do with video art form, you know, whether it's producing shows, whether it's um, independent film, things like that. And honestly, I'm very new to that corner of, of entertainment. <laughs> and so I'm just there to to listen and learn and meet people and be a little bit of a fangirl. And (laughs) I'm really excited. And I love Florida. I I was just there actually for a a concert, a a private event concert that I was invited to, to perform at um, last month. And, and wow, it's coming from Oregon in the middle of winter (laughs) to a place like (laughs) Miami. I have to say it's nice vacation (laughs) after rain and cold. (laughs) Uh, where in Florida were you? I was in Miami. 
Oh, okay. And and it's breaking your heart that you're having to go back there again because right. Oh, yeah. It's just rough. Yeah, really because rough. you you might just have to get out on the beach, and and I know that's you know really not what you want to do. You just want to be focused right. on business. You don't want to enjoy the sun and the sand. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know me so well. <laughs> well, when you get back from Miami, things really start picking up in terms of you being on the road performing. February fourth, Haley will be in Paradise, California, a performance that will be filmed, I might add. And then March 3rd and 4th in Aspen, Colorado, March 6th through the 11th in Port-au-Prince at the Haiti Jazz Festival and April 1st up in Florence, Oregon for a brand new jazz festival. So it looks like your live shows calendar is already starting to fill up quite nicely. It is. And there's a lot of pending performances as well that I have, I have to wait for a little bit until, you know, sometimes I can't announce right away when I get really excited to, um, because <laughs> we're still awaiting details and all of that, but, but it's definitely looking like a great year is shaping up for the tour calendar, which is a wonderful thing because I love performing live and I love traveling to new places and meeting fans there. And it's a, it's a good thing for sure all around. So I'm looking at two of the, of those that I just read off March 3rd and 4th in Aspen, Colorado and March 6th through the 11th in Haiti. So does that mean that you're going to be playing multiple times or does it mean that you're playing once and those are the dates of the actual event? In Aspen, I'm actually doing four concerts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I've never been to Aspen. Um, and it's part of the Jazz Aspen series. So that'll be a new place, of, a part of the world for me to, to explore and um, share music with. And then when I travel to Haiti, I, I know for sure about one concert, um, that the primary concert, but I know there are other events as well happening that involve all of the musicians who are part of the, the uh, festival. And so... It's going to be quite the adventure. I'm really excited about that one, too. And that will be your first time going to Haiti, yes? Yes. Well, I'd, be gentle with me on this one. This is, this is, I, I'm already seeing this being a dumb question. And listeners, please <laughs> give, me, give me a break on this. But I just, you know, I see the productions because I, I do watch the videos on YouTube. And I see the productions, you know, this isn't some singer-songwriter with a guitar who goes up on stage by his or herself or who, you know, maybe has a, a bass player and a drummer and that's about it. I mean, your, your stage is, is full of a lot of musicians and a lot of equipment, a lot of gear. So, you know, does, does that lend itself to, I'm not the kind of performer, Bruce, that can go and, and play, you know, five nights a week or, or is it, you know, why can't I, of course I can, you know, just, just get me the bookings. It, you know, one of the wonderful things about, um, having toured for so long now I've, I've toured well for much longer than this, but internationally I've been touring for almost seven years. Mm. Um, and I've met a lot of musicians along the way. And there are some there are some performances in different areas where I get to reunite with musicians that I have been connected with. And I can play shows in a remote, you know, in an area that's harder to travel to or you know, there's there's um it, it works out better for all of us like to to create 
a live performance um, with people who live in that area. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's a mix. Sometimes I get to bring my entire group with me. Um, although we are somewhat flexible, I've performed as a duo, I've performed as a trio, as well as a quartet and quintet, okay. um, and even bigger bands when it's um, feasible. Yeah, what, is, it, what I, is the largest configuration that people <laughs> might see Haley Loren perform in? Well, I've performed with a full orchestra several times. Um, wow. Um, symphony orchestra. So I've performed with as many as, as I think it's eight, 80. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. So Wait, it sounded like you said 80. Though. Maybe it's the connection. I know you didn't say 80. Oh my gosh. I 80. <laughs> 80. Oh my God. We're not, I we're did. not talking about Haiti listeners, the country. We're talking about 80, the number that comes after 79. Yeah, well, <laughs> this, this summer I performed with, um, the Brit orchestra for the Brit festival, which is a beloved festival that happens in Oregon. Um, Thousands and thousands of people come from all over to attend it. It happens all summer long. And um, one of the wonderful features of that festival is the their um, home orchestra, which they bring musicians in from all over the world to be part of this orchestra um, wow. and perform several shows throughout the summer, including a Pops concert every summer. And this year, the Pops concert featured me as the vocalist headliner. And that was amazing. Just amazing. Outstanding. Um, and... So that's a little bit of an exceptional kind well, of thing. Yeah, and I, and I imagine, you know, <laughs> let's let's throw out the Haiti Jazz Festival because that requires international travel. But but February yes. 4th, Paradise, California, March 3rd and 4th in Aspen, April 1st in Florence, Oregon. What what size configuration could people expect to see at, at those? Is it is it going to be probably the same for all three of those because they're all uh, not only domestic shows, but they're all basically out West. It's not, you know, traveling cross country. Yeah, actually, um, they're all with either a quartet or quintet. Okay. Um, so it'll be piano, bass, drums for all of them. And then I believe for the Florence show, we also have a guitarist, um, coming to play with us who, and, Oftentimes, you'll see the same players with me. I've been playing with uh, my core band is the same group um, of people um, that I've been playing with for years. Uh, the pianist, Matt Treder and I have been performing together for, <laughs> I don't even want to say how long. <laughs> Let's just say a long time. <laughs> um, so it's been about 16 years, wow. uh, 15 years, 16, some, somewhere around there. And... That's a long time. That's a long. That's a yes, lot of, of being on the road together and and uh, symbiotic musicianship development and um, and also my drummer uh, and friend Brian West. Uh, he and I have also been playing together nearly that long, and it, you know it's just it's great. It's great to be able to 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 know each other's music musicality so well that um, it's just. Um, it's so natural. No feeling. doubt. No doubt. Listeners, obviously, if you're anywhere in in the vicinity of Paradise, California, Aspen, Colorado, or Florence, Oregon, or if you know you're going to be traveling to those areas, by all means, mark your calendars for, for those dates that I mentioned. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Oregon is singer-songwriter Haley Loren. Visit her official website at www.haleyloren.com. And if there's any question about the spelling of her first or last name, remember that you can always look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling. Haley, of course, is on social media too. 
On her website, you'll find links to her pages on Facebook and Twitter, plus her official YouTube channel. She is on Instagram as well. And do purchase her music, which you can find on HaleyLoren.com, as well as iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and streaming on Spotify. Keep up with Haley online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. As you heard her say, there are other dates pending, so additions will certainly be made to her 2017 live calendar. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on that site the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, quotes from the guest on each show, and there's even an indication of which two songs by that guest we played. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned just one of them already. Uh, That was... Elise Black on episode 90. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Haley's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help the show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Haley, I was mentioning your upcoming live shows, but wow, in addition to that festival in Haiti, you actively tour in the U.S., Canada, Asia, and Europe. You've performed in the likes of Montreal, South Korea, Italy, Hong Kong, obviously Japan. You really are, as your bio says, internationally acclaimed. (laughs) (laughs) It has been quite the adventure. Um, I love traveling to all of those places that you named, um, uh, discovering, uh, you know, all kinds of things about different cultures. And, um, one of the wonderful things that, that always comes of all of these travels is, um, uh, the growing realization of just how universally loved music is and how it can, you know, it can bridge any kind of divide between cultures, between languages. Um, It's a great unifier. I love that. I love that. I I love feeling like, um, like I can connect with, with anybody that I meet through the music that I make. I like that. I like that. And it, it, it makes me wonder, and another confession I'll make here on episode 155, after probably not having said this publicly for the first 154 episodes, I'm a big Air Supply fan. And it's always amazed me that over the years that Air Supply has this tremendous following in Asia. And, you know, we've heard guests on this show, I, I always talk about episode 12 with Mark Allen Barnett, believed to be the most listened to episode of, of Now Hear This Entertainment. Mm. And, and Mab talked on that episode about how, and this is being directed at you listeners who are, who are young up-and-comers, about how you really have to build a following in your own market first before you can try to go out on the road and expect there to be people waiting for you elsewhere. Uh, Damon Fowler said the same thing on, on episode 66. He's a blues man. And, and so, you know, Haley, it makes me wonder, here you are, 
with your passport up to date and going to places like South Korea and Hong Kong and Japan. And, and we talked about the sales that you're having in Japan. So how do, how do you all of a sudden, because as I said, I've scratched my head and wondered, how did air supply get so big? Why in Asia? Why are they popular there? Why not in, I'm not saying they're not popular in the other places, but this is the place that you really hear about besides the U.S., of course. How, how did Haley Loren develop such a good following in Asia that you can go to the South Koreas and the Hong Kongs and the Japans and, and know that there's going to be great shows to be done there? Well, that is a really difficult question to answer with any sense of, of authority on the matter. <laughs> it's, it's somewhat, in a way, it's still somewhat mysterious to me in terms of how it all came to be. Um, I do know that there is a really huge and very, very um, passionate fan base for jazz music, for um, American jazz, international jazz. Um, it's very alive and well in many parts of Asia, particularly Japan. Um, mm. And it, you know, it really... It's, it's something that's hard for me to describe, um, but every time that I travel to Japan, and I started, I started going there right after I um, was, uh, uh, was asked to uh, join up with JVC, then JVC Victor, now JVC Kenwood, uh, with a distribution deal um, mm. after my albums, which were independently released and, and still are, um, were became started becoming popular on the Amazon and HMV and Tower uh, Records store charts. Um, so I'm not sure how all of that happened exactly, but I do know that once I became distributed by JVC, um, JVC Victor Entertainment, that um, you know I started to come over to Japan to do tours after every album release mm -hmm. and um, and. With each of those tours, where I would play at the Cotton Club, which is a, a part of the the Blue Note family, mm -hmm. um, as well as Blue Note Clubs, uh, Billboard Live, which is a, another series of clubs over there, um, that every time they would add more dates for me to play at each of those clubs mm. because they, you know, the the fan base. It was just it's such a word of mouth kind of. Wow. Um, place it, wow. it's just incredible in terms of the power that that sharing and music blogging and um and word of mouth has it it seems like among the fan bases and especially in japan and so the exponential growth was just sort of like this <laughs> force of nature i don't know um and and you know so now every time i go over it's it's wonderful to see so many of the this the same faces that i saw but my very first few concerts wow. there they're still coming wow. back and, and they're bringing their friends and then they're oh, bringing their friends tremendous. and family. And, wow. and, and, you know, it's just like, it's this growing family of fans. And I, I love it because it, there's, there's this beautiful sort of familiarity with so many of these people that I, I owe so much gratitude for. For sure. For, for sure. Yeah. It has to be so rewarding to, to yeah. as, as you described that, you know, these people have been here and not only do they keep coming back, but wow, they like me so much that they're bringing other people with them. That, that just has to make you feel great. It is. It's wonderful. It's 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 lovely to know that it's making enough of an impression to where, you know, they want to share it with the people that they love. Absolutely. And by the way, listeners, I would be remiss if I didn't send you back to listen to episode 120 of the show when my guest was Mi Yu, who is a singer and composer 
from Haley's destination in March, the island nation of Haiti. Check out my interview with her. Haley, speaking of the international angle, it is said that your repertoire finds you singing in English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, and more. Wow. I have to like catch my breath. That's such a long list. When and where did you learn so many different languages? Well, um, I... I took a lot of Spanish in school. I started when I was, I think, a freshman in high school speaking Spanish. So that's my primary second language. Mm-hmm. Um, the other languages, I, I have definitely studied French and, and Portuguese and Italian. Um, all three are languages that I am fully in love with. And just because I started when I was an adult, it's pretty fleeting in terms of my conversational skills. I understand a lot more than I can remember in the moment. But- <laughs> But I, I started learning these languages um, more in earnest after I started to um, bring in a lot more international repertoire um, into uh, okay. shows. And I wanted to be able to understand the lyrics that I was learning, that I was singing, mm-hmm. and also really, really get a good handle on the pronunciations because I love these languages and I didn't want to, you know, bastardize them too much. <laughs> so did you <laughs> go, my, did you go to uh, Rosetta Stone university? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've just, um, I've just mostly learned by listening really, really intently to artists who are native speakers wow. of those languages. And, um, and it's certainly not perfect. I, I definitely, I know that people who probably are fluent are sometimes hear things and they're thinking, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I try to honor them as much as I possibly can. It's and not tried, I just, but I give her credit for trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I just, I'm a lingophile. I just, I love, I love the sounds of, of um, so many of these languages and, and, and just hope that I do them somewhat, somewhat justice when I pull them out um, out of the hat. Well, and I was somewhat joking when I when I made the Rosetta Stone University crack, but I did think to myself, <laughs> with all the time that this girl spends in the air, flying all over the world, you know, maybe she is listening to, you know, to I'm going to sound old now and say books on tape, but listening to some sort of uh, audio course where where she's learning how to speak these other languages. So. Uh, just uh, an- another another interesting wrinkle. You're you're the you're the international uh, Mike. Um, I was gonna say Mike Myers. Austin Powers is the international man of mystery. You're the international <laughs> woman of mystery. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment, where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, keep in mind that if you are slow in getting back to people, and if when you finally do, you still don't completely fulfill their request, it shows a lack of respect and interest for the opportunity they are giving you. Give them everything they need cheerfully and on time. Just like I always say about you never know who might be in the audience, you never know what one opportunity, be it an interview or a special one-time event or whatever, could lead to. People will also be more likely to want to do business with you again instead of saying good riddance because you gave them gray hairs trying to put things together. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? 
There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Haley, there are certainly going to be listeners to this episode of Now Hear This Entertainment who are fans of yours, but since we've gotten listeners from 124 countries around the world, educate those who are just hearing of you for the first time specifically In addition to everything that we've been talking about, you are also part of a new band called Haley and the Moon. So talk about that project. I gladly will talk about that. Um, (laughs) Haley and the Moon is a a quintet that is um, dedicated to performing original music. And it's very different from the music that my fans know me to um, perform. It's uh, original acoustic dream pop is how we categorize it. And um, there's the, the instrumentation is um, I play piano as well as I'm the lead vocalist. And um, we have uh, our guitarist and, and thus far primary songwriter, uh, Daniel Gallo, who plays electric and, and acoustic guitars and creates these like big soundscapes of guitar um, layers. And, um, we have our cellist, Catherine Dudney, who, um, also is a wonderful soprano singer. And she does these great harmonies that can go totally stratospheric. (laughs) So it's really ethereal. And, um, and our bassist, Bobby Stevens also is a background vocalist. So we have all this ability to create vocal layers that are really rich and our percussion and drummer, um, uh, Bo Eastland, um, we he's a he's a wonderful producer in addition so um daniel gallo and myself and Bo we we co-produce all of these these projects we've put out two eps already um in the last year and we're working on our third currently and um we have a, an official music video already up on youtube called winter and i'm really just i'm i'm in love with the music that we get to make Make. It's a real passion for me to be able to do something so different from what I've, you know, kind of been known for the past many years and um, to kind of take a totally different angle as a producer um, in this, this realm of dream pop where we can kind of make this, it's not necessarily as, as sort of realism based as, um, as jazz production has been for me. Mm-hmm. That's more like, can we play it in the room? Like we played on a stage mm-hmm. most of the time, <laughs> but with this music, you know, we get to sort of go crazy and have this sort of beach boys <laughs> moment where it's yeah, just how improv. many layers can we add and how com- how complex can we make this and still have it feel, you know, beautiful and dreamy and, it's a real fun challenge and, and I just fall in love with it every time. Well, what I'm wondering and, and stay with me on this, both you and the listeners, I, I, I have, I have become this huge Haley Loren fan over the last month in, in preparation for this interview. Listeners, you don't, you don't know this is, this is 
and, and you're, you know, as a show host, you shouldn't label your guests, you know, this is a good guest, this is a bad guest, these are top five favorites, whatever. But but if there was such a thing, wink, wink, Haley is, <laughs> Haley is already, even before we started the interview today, Haley was already in my top five all-time favorite guests because this girl is just amazing. She's as professional as they come, as professional as I want the guests to be. And just everything that she does, you know, her website looks great. Her videos looks great. She looks great. Her, her music is as is, is beautiful as she is. I mean, just everything. You couldn't ask for someone easier to deal with. So I'm, I'm, I'm kissing up to you, Haley, so that when I ask you the following question, your answer isn't, <laughs> why not? So the question is, why Haley and the Moon? All this stuff that you've accomplished with your music, why why did you decide, hey, I'm going to go off and do this other project also? Why not just stick with, with you know, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for the lavish praise. That was really, <laughs> I'm blushing. Well-deserved, um, well-deserved. <laughs> um, I... I don't want to turn your words back around on you, but it, it really is a case for me of why not? Like, I mean, why not do something that um, that really sp- speaks to my heart and feeds my musical soul? You know, that mm. when something comes along that I feel passionate enough about to want to just dedicate hours and hours and hours of of time and life and life force to um, as an artist, that's what I crave, um, whatever form it is. You know, it's not necessarily always even music, but for me, most of the time it is. Um, and it's a worthy life goal, I think. And, and if it means enough to me as an artist, I will make time for it. And okay. But then, so let me roll up my sleeves here a little bit yeah. and say, is there the possibility that doing what you've done with Haley and the Moon has spilled over a little bit to where you find that as different as this project is, it is actually influencing me a little bit when I do what I've been doing for all these years. You know, I'm picking up a little of this yeah. from that and, and applying it over here. Absolutely. I mean, it's all very, um, it's a kind of inspiration cycle. Um, in in and conversely, it has definitely been heavily influenced by, of course, what I've done with my jazz music yeah. in terms of the way I approach it. But if, I think that's probably only natural. Somebody would probably assume that. But um, one of the other interesting elements about all of this is when my when I was first starting as a recording artist, which was I, I was 19 years old. Um, and I had been a songwriter for uh, since I was 13 or 14 by that point. And my music for my first album that came out in 2006 um, was all original pop-oriented piano music. Mm. And so in some ways, Haley and the wow. Moon is much more similar to, to your first where album. I started this whole yeah. journey wow. as a recording artist. Wow. So it is an interesting kind of return to home for and me. How? And how? ways. Yeah. You've come full circle. That's, 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 that's fascinating. (laughs) Well, but, uh, well, but you know, the thing of it is that, you know, it's, they're two very different types of music yet, yet they're both the same thing. They are creating music. So obviously there's, there's going to be some similarities. I, I, uh, I, 
just changing the subject slightly here. I don't know what the cutoff is about talking about highlights from the past calendar year, so I'm going to plead ignorance and go for it, even though we're nearing the end of January. I know you had some particularly proud moments in 2016. I'm thinking of things like the Victoria Jazz Festival. You mentioned before the, the Brit Festival Symphony Pops concert, and even a unique night at the Newport Performing Arts Center, now that we're talking about Haley and the Moon. Can you just real briefly recap a couple of those so the listeners know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Well, we already talked about the Bridge Festival with the 80 piece, well, 80 plus piece orchestra. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, so the, as you re- referenced Haley and the Moon, the performance at the Newport Performing Arts Center um, was a, a really wonderful opportunity for, for me, for one, to return to the Oregon coast, which is in many ways where my, um, where I started to really start performing jazz again after taking a route towards some other varieties of music in my teens. But in my late teens and early 20s, I started to perform on the Oregon coast a lot for a lot of these little jazz clubs. And so that was sort of a rekindling of my, my jazz career, so to speak. And so it was sort of a return to my home base um, of, of being a jazz singer to play at the New Performing Arts Center again. But not only did I get to to have that sort of re, homecoming reunion sort of thing with, with my jazz music and my, my jazz quartet for half that show, I also was able to introduce Haley and the Moon's music, which was to- is still is totally new to most of my fans. I'm sure. Um, and, and new fans too, music listeners who are just now discovering that and don't really know me for my jazz music. Um, it was a great way to sort of hybridize and to be able to, to yeah. play in both realms. Yeah, very um, cool. Every opportunity I get, I want to do things like that because for me it's really interesting and hopefully <laughs> it will bring people something new. And quickly, the uh, Victoria Jazz Festival. Victoria Jazz Festival was at McPherson Concert Hall, which is gorgeous. It's about 700 seats. Um, And I was able to open for the legendary Canadian pianist, Oliver Jones, who is the sort of heir to the Oscar Peterson um, legacy. And he, it was his final tour. He's now going into retirement. I think he's 81 or two now. Wow. And he was in his final, final Canadian tour and he's beloved there. He is one of their national treasures. And so opening the show with an hour long set for his hour long set wow. was just high honor. Wow. That's tremendous. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today in the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Oregon is singer, songwriter, and now I'm going to say pianist, Haley Loren. Visit her official website at www.haleyloren.com. As I mentioned before, if you're confused possibly about the spelling of her first or last name, simply look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling. She, of course, is on social media too. On Haley's website, you'll find links to her pages on Facebook and Twitter, plus her official YouTube channel. She is on Instagram as well. And do purchase her music, which you can find on HaleyLoren.com, as well as iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and streaming on Spotify. Haley and the Moon is streaming on Spotify as well. Keep up with Haley online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on nhte.net the full audio plus the guest's photo 
a link to their website, quotes from the guest on each show, and there's even an indication of which two songs by that guest we played. Sign up for the e-newsletter while you're at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it very easy to get the show every week. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, or you can follow on SoundCloud. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. Please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I've had a lot of great guests along the way. I've mentioned a few of them already on this episode. Episode 90 with Elise Black. Episode 12 with Mark Allen Barnett and Clark, excuse me, Damon Fowler from episode 66. And of course, our international Me You from Haiti on episode 120. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And as I mentioned earlier, whether you're going to look for Haley's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Very cool to have someone from up in Oregon on my show again today, by the way, episode 115 with a duo called Gypsy Soul was the last time I had a guest from that part of the U.S. Anyhow, Haley, speaking of interesting locations, you were originally from Alaska? Yeah. Wow. I am. I grew up I grew up on a small island called Sitka. And in the southeast, it was a beautiful place to grow up. I think it still has about the same population, which is just above 9,000 people. Oh, and my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It's a whole other world in a wonderful way. Uh, so when and why did you leave Alaska? I left when I was 13 years old um, for a variety of reasons. Of course, I didn't, I didn't leave on my own. <laughs> it was with my, with my family. I was wondering uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I just packed up and I left. Okay, folks, I'm um, gone. Wish me luck. I know I'm only 13, yeah. but here goes nothing. I know I don't know a whole lot, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Thanks, um, <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the triptych AAA. <laughs> right, right. Um, but it, it all it all really worked out quite well in the end. I was very sad to leave it, and, and there are times that I still miss it intensely. It's a it's a pretty enchanted place to to grow up. So do you but, do you still uh, have family there in Alaska? Not in the town where I grew up, but um, in different parts of Alaska, wow. I do have some extended family. So up do there. You, do you go and perform there at all ever? It has been a very long time. The last time I performed there was, oh, I don't know, years and years <laughs> ago. Um, but I think it's it's overdue to happen again. So hopefully, okay, I was so actually thinking about that. So. Alaskans, if you're listening to this interview, flood social media with "We want Haley Loren back in Alaska." Once once she like sees it. the demand, she'll be there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had Start mentioned hashtag. back in I had mentioned back in the intro about one of your CDs being in the top five on Amazon Japan alongside the likes of Nora Jones and Diana Krall. I have to ask who who are kind of your jazz heroes? My jazz heroes. Well, if by heroes you mean biggest influences, which is kind of how I, I guess I interpret that. Um, I grew up listening to. Um, a lot of jazz, including Nat King Cole, who is still to this day one of one of my absolute favorites and who inspires me through his style, um, probably more than any other jazz artist. Um, just in in the fact that his uh, his phrasing and his the space he leaves, just 
it's so um, it, it breathes so beautifully. Um, but along with um, Etta James, huge fan of hers. And of course, there's no way to be a anywhere within jazz female vocalist realm without being heavily influenced in one way or another by Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. <laughs> and um, and I, I personally love Nina Simone a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think she's probably influenced my song choices a lot more through the years. Um, Peggy Lee has always been also a pretty wow. major influence for me stylistically. Um, I don't know. It's a long, long, long list. I mean, we could talk all day about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, but but it's interesting that those that you started with are all say, and that's that's the wrong word, Bruce. Don't say legends because I'm because I'm thinking you know my go-to right away would be George Benson, would be Earl Klug, would be Al Jarreau, and certainly mm-hmm. those are certainly legends. But I'm thinking more that they're they're a little bit more modern than than the people that you're naming. But as you said, this this is a, a conversation that probably could take up an entire episode of. <laughs> of NHTE. So, uh, yes. we will, we will move on because there is there's a little bit of fun that I want to have here. You you have enjoyed tremendous fan support as evidenced by the great sales in Japan, the number of views on your YouTube videos, the ability to tour internationally and know that there'll be audiences waiting for you. Plus, you have had fan-created videos that have gotten lots and lots of attention. That's so cool. <laughs> it has been quite quite the shock sometimes to, to, to see that pop up on my, on my, um, my YouTube news. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, there's one, there's one in particular that's reached nearly 4 million views Mm. at this point. And I mean, only a couple, a few months back, it was, it was, um, I was shocked that it had reached a little over a million. So somehow it's, it's like a snowball effect. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) It's getting shared uh, all the time on Twitter, and um, wow. I, I think you know that that's an interesting phenomenon of the modern age, isn't it? It's this is the whole. I wouldn't call. I don't know if it would c- count as viral or not, but um, but the fact that it, the word can just spread and it sort of feeds it feeds itself so quickly, and the shares just build up. It's amazing. Sure, because it goes back to what we were saying before that here are these people that were seeing you on your first tour to Japan and now they're not only continuing to come back, but now they're bringing other people. And and, and in this in this conversation, here are people that enjoy your music so much that not right. only are they making videos for your songs, but others are sharing them and it's just going viral with, look at how great this song is, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden you're standing there going... Thank you isn't like that doesn't do the doesn't do it justice. What can I say to you people? I, I honestly I'm at a loss for words most of the time. But what I really love about it too is that it's not just you know it's not just posting a song. Um, it's creating something new with it. They are they're creating through their own art form of creating these fan videos. You know they're saying something themselves. Um, it's, it's often paired with you know, artworks or photography series, um, that for them, this song speaks to or vice versa. And so it's multimedia in multiple ways. Yeah. And I love that as an artist that, that excites me a lot. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost that they wanted to share back what their interpretation of the song is. Right. Uh, Haley, we're going to close today with a song of yours called Yellow Bird. So before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, please. Sure. 
Yellowbird is featured on my newest album called Butterfly Blue, and it's an original tune that came out of, um, well, actually, I, f <laughs> I don't want to take too long. Um, it originally started, I thought of it as an acapella tune, but uh, mm. that changed, obviously, when you'll hear this <laughs> song. It's, it's, it's so, in some ways my, one of my most heavily orchestrated tunes that I've recorded, but the it, it's a sort of contemplation on the nature of freedom and it explores the idea that it is freedom is within the mind um, first and foremost and how you can take any situation and and make it um, make it positive through the sheer power of being able to believe it so <laughs> it's an interesting <laughs> you know um, meditation on the nature of, of that and um, how we all have our own, prisons and um it's we can also free ourselves from these same confines so um all with this little metaphor of a, of a caged bird and and there's trumpets and trombones and cheery <laughs> guitars and <laughs> scatting vocals so the depth of the song i think it, it's it's in the lyrics but you it, it at, on its surface it's this sort of bouncy happy-go-lucky tune and again, what an amazing contrast that you said initially your thought was this is going to be a cappella, and it turns into this thing that just has all these different instruments that you just mentioned. So quite a 180 from where it originally started out conceptually. Yep, yep. That's the power of, of being in the studio and, and allowing inspiration to, to shape you as, as much as you shape it as an artist. That's For me, that's half the, the, the journey of that. It's the beauty of it is allowing it to, to flux and to shift when, when things appear, um, idea wise to, to allow yourself to utilize those moments of inspiration. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, Haley, let me be the, the latest in the long line of people to tell you, you're, you're doing great things. And, uh, thank you ever so much for the time. I enjoyed talking to you as much as I knew I was going to today. So thank you for making the time to do this. Thank you so much for having me, and I I can't wait to, to share this with my fans on social media, and hopefully I'll meet some more um, people that way because of this show. So thank you for the opportunity. My pleasure. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, pianist, Haley Loren. Do visit her official website. It's www.haleyloren.com and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Of course, do purchase Haley's music. It's available on her website or on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other online retailers. Don't forget that her music, as well as Haley and the Moon, is streaming on Spotify. Be sure to keep up with her online so you can see where and when you can go see Haley perform live. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. 
If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost is how you share episodes there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus there's a link there to this show on Instagram or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Haley Loren. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Yellow Bird. A yellow bird She sings And dreams of things She's never seen And the yellow bird Her wings Have never touched The spring rain Where does such a breeze Never seen the sky She says she was born With the seed of joy And it blossoms From the inside In this seed I find all I need To write the music Of my My strive you to rage sometimes to think that you have aged, staring at nothing but beige walls. She says, You know, our lives are as so different as you would believe. All are in prisons of some kind, tattered by the stories that we. And I'm lifted by sound Living proof of a simple truth It's in the mind where freedom's found
chasings and dreams of things I have never seen in the yellow bird. Her wings have touched everything.